not just listening, but so many people on the line right now um, tuning in, and not just because of the guests that we have, but also they, they want to hear this man's voice and his knowledge when it comes to music. And thank you, one and all, for calling in the High Level Radio. Your man Brandon is in the building, and tonight is definitely a night where, you know, I, I always wanted to have dialogue with this guy just for the simple fact that his name has been attached to um, a lot of the success for a lot of people um, in the industry. Um, but this man has a wealth of knowledge of, uh, of all things that's music, the, the marketing, the strategy of, of it all, and, and not just him being uh, currently a, a, a music director for American Idol. Um, he, he is definitely one, the only Ray Chu, who is brought to you live by RayChu.com. What's up, Mr. Chu? Hey, hey, how you doing, man? Man, beautiful, man. Beautiful, blessed on this Friday night, Saturday morning for some, some of the people almost on the East Coast, man. But I appreciate you taking the time to hang out with me on a Friday night, man. How are things? Oh, pretty, yo, what was that last jam you was playing? Who, that oh, was hot. Who was that? Tony Braxton. That's, that's, oh, that our, that's Tony? our first. Yeah, new single, oh, man. Oh, man. Tony, yeah. I, I thought that was her voice. You know, I also worked as her musical director for a while. Man, right? that's, that's hot. That Tony's, Tony's coming out strong. All right, great. And you know, and you know what surprised me real quick about Tony before we get into you know the, all things that is right too. But one thing about Tony that I, that impressed me with this go around was the fact that she was able to capture the same kind of passion in her voice that she usually do with ballads, and she took this up tempo joint and really took it to another level too, which I thought was really good. Yo, yeah, man, that that is hot, man. Definitely, cool. definitely. Yeah. But what's what's going on with, with Mr. Ray? How, how what's up? What's other things? Oh man, a lot of good stuff. You know, we, you know, we came off a great season in American Idol. And I was very happy and proud with the product. You know, we had, uh, I mean, this that that particular season uh, was was met with a lot of uh, uh, challenges, just in terms of uh, scheduling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the court, uh, you know, some of the just to, to kind of enlighten some of the listeners, you know, we have a very tough schedule to meet and, uh, you know, lots of deadlines. And uh, also what I do is I, I produce all of the music that you that they download and mm-hmm. is also available at Walmart and all that stuff. So during the course of the season, as, as the show is in motion and in production, not only do we have to prepare, you know, the, the product to be on stage, but separately we have to, I, I produce the music for the downloads. And, uh, and so uh, I'm very happy to, to, to have, uh, you know, that they've empowered me to, 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 to do the music, you know, for all of the, all of the music for the show and for the downloads. And it also, you know, it just also presents a lot of uh, 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 time challenges because I actually I wound up working a, a seven-day work week, and mm-hmm. it's cool because uh, I I actually enjoy it, man. I enjoy, you know, putting it all on the table, so I could do that for six months. You know, then then I had to take a little break, <laughs> uh, as you should. And, and no the, the break was about three days. I had three days, and then I was right into uh, also one of the shows I work is uh, Miss uh, USA, mm-hmm. and I do all the music for that show. So Miss USA, that was right on the heels of that. Uh, and then I had another 
couple of days off, and then I jumped into the BET Awards. Uh, and we had a great year at the BET Awards, too, because we, this year we we did a, I think there's now in the show that it feels like there's more R&B infused with the, you know, so it doesn't just feel like, you know, like mm-hmm. the hip-hop awards or nothing like that. It's, it feels, you know, more balanced. Oh, at least that's the comments I've been getting, and I and I and I agree with them. Right. Uh, and especially, you know, that we have gospel in the show every year. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year we are uh, also there was, uh, you know, with the Whitney Houston tribute. Right. And they had Whitney Houston's mother perform, so that was a very special moment. So I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm having a good time, man. You know what, and, and, and I'm glad you mentioned just, you know, just certain things that, that's uh, awards and the fact that, you know, a lot of people when they when, when they look up Ray Chu and they see your name being attached to so many um, different artists and different people that you've uh, you've um, worked with, um, not just uh, uh, the Four Tops, Dionne Warwick, uh, Smokey, Mary J. Blige, Alicia Keys, etc., you know your 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 the work that you've done and that that you continue to do with American Idol is, is definitely um, appreciated. So a lot a lot more people are really um, appreciating more of what Ray Chu and and of course you know everybody at American Idol has been. But my one of my questions to you is, you know, and, and you kind of mentioned it just a little while ago, but is it you know production and everything that kind of goes with you know doing doing idle on a, on a regular basis and that that's a everyday grind like that that work is super hard when it's all said and done right oh absolutely absolutely uh to give you an example of what the the work week looks like uh well it'll start uh we, we can start on a friday let's say and a friday we would sit down with the contestants uh and they would have, uh, you know, the mentoring session with Jimmy Iovine and whoever else he may have in there. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga sometimes. He's had, uh, he's had a lot of people in there. So right. uh, he'll sit down and they'll, they'll have, you know, comments and critique, uh, you know, what they think, you know, the, how the contestant may be doing and maybe have some suggestions on the arrangements or this or that. That's on a Friday. Uh, immediately... After that session, we get started on preparing the music for the show and for the down, you know, for the uh, for the iTunes version, mm-hmm. which is you know, which are the same arrangement but they're you know separate uh, work schedules. Uh, and so Friday and Saturday, we're right in there the next day, uh, you know, recording. Sunday, we're recording and you know, finishing up the stuff. They'll start mixing on on uh, Monday, and also Monday we're on the stage, uh, starting to rehearse. Tuesday we're on the stage, we're also mastering. Uh, and then uh, Wednesday we're on the set. You know, we, we're up there, and we have, we have the live show. Thursday uh, they have the, uh, that's the voting day, but we also we have to work on the group song mm-hmm. uh, during the same process. And so we do a group song on Thursday, and then we also have to play the swan song for whoever else is getting voted off that day. And then Friday, right. we're back at it. <laughs> mm. That grind seems to, you know, be continuous, I mean, throughout the seasons of American Idol. And um, when you when you were uh, first approached to be a part of that, that brand, 
Um, how how was that? How was that whole process? How did that work for you? And 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 how did everything kind of fall into your lap, so to speak, when it comes to that? Well, I'd say that uh, you know, any any kind of great fortune that that, that one may have uh, in their career or in life is the byproduct of of blessing. It's, first of all, it's a blessing. And it's a byproduct of, you know, whatever it is that you, you know, whatever seeds you have sown in the past. Uh, so nothing, ne never any accidents. Mm -hmm. Never, you know, it's, you know, it, the, you know when, they, if, when people call luck, I call blessings. Right. Uh, and so it was by a blessing that uh, Ron Fair had called me and, uh, and brought me to Jimmy Iovine, and Jimmy Iovine, you know, asked me right away to be the musical director. Uh, and for the show, he brought me to all the producers, and all the producers in the network. They uh, they all signed off on it, and that, and that was, you know, and that was pretty much it. Uh, but you know, when I say pretty much it, is that, that people, you know, if they want you and they think you're the right choice, then it doesn't uh, have to take long for people to make a decision. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's after all the years I put into the business to be eligible for that kind of uh, uh, position. Okay. When um, when it's all said and done, and and when you look back at at just the opportunity, you you weren't involved in like a, a a competition or anything like that. You you know a lot of people just saw the best in you and they saw your resume and they checked you out and. They wanted you to become a part of just this uh, this machine that's American Idol, right? Well, it's it's always a competition, you know, just in terms of, you know, it may not be you know me walking in a room with two other people sitting down right, right. and we <laughs> no battling doubt. it out. Right. It's, you know, they're they're separate. You know, there's you know somebody while I was asked by you know Jimmy and 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 on that side of the fence, somebody else was pushing somebody else on another side mm -hmm. and uh but you know i think i think at the end of the day you know you know you know it's it's been wonderful you know the whole process i'm always you know prepared to you know to stand behind my product and put it on the table like i said i you know my brand is is me you, you know you you I, I have a i have a lot of a lot to show for what it is i do and 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 i and and when I come to the table, I bring, you know, a thousand percent, I back it up, whatever it is needs to happen, I make sure that, uh, you know, I, I, I bring my work ethic, I bring my A game every time, never a time where it's going to be anything less. And, you know, throughout the years, the artists have empowered me to present their music, and that's pretty much what's been uh, my hope, what's been my part of my brand? It's been the, the major part of my brand. Alicia Keys, Sting, Stevie Wonder, right. people like that have said, "Hey, Ray, we want Ray to do our music." You know. Hmm. Solid. Ray Chu is our guest on High Level Radio, and uh, I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions that's gonna lead up to one big, massive one that I, you know, that I know with someone like your, with your history, you can be able to, uh, you know, come through with a shining explanation for it all. But you know, there, there's been a lot of people that asked me, especially if they were gonna have you on. Like, you know, there's people, there's places like Tampa, there's places like, uh, you know, there, there's a bunch of places in different states that may not have those uh, opportunities to um, have 
and, and, and idol come and uh, uh, you know come to their venue or or come to their neck of the woods, so to speak. Um, why is there only locations, you know, certain specific spots instead of it, you know, just kind of like doing a cycle thing? It's always in what L.A. and you know, there there's certain places or whatnot, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I I don't uh, have a, a, a direct, uh, you know, uh, I, and I, w- I wouldn't say the explanation is, explanation is is necessarily what I need to provide. <laughs> but I think right. what I don't have the direct answer as to you know the the scheme of of how that's you know happening. I think that perhaps what is uh, they 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 go to you know, uh, areas and districts, and then they, and I think the expectation is that they'll attract people, you know, from, you know, different counties and different places to come and, and you know, come to these satellites that they set up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I think that, you know, the, the American Idol brand throughout the years, you know, people will come from, you know, tri-state areas, you know, and and make it there. You know, they get, right, they right. get there's enough lead time. People know about it, uh, and I think that's part of you know the attraction. People come from three states away, and they want to be there. You know. Mm-hmm. Now, now you know throughout the seasons of Idol, um, there, there's been so many people that's blessed the stage with their talents and and, and everything that that is everything. And of course, you know the the the. The, the the thing that a lot of people talk about are the voting and, and, and just, you know, just the votes. And, you know, it's always debatable. When they have a favorite, their favorite gets voted off or whatever the case may be, it's it's always been one of those uh, emotional moments for not just the artist but for the potential fan base. Um, what What's your opinion about just the, the artists, the new artists that you've seen grace the stage and even though that they have left, be it voted out or whatnot, um, that you turned around and like, you know what, they're still going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, I've seen a lot of that, you know. Uh, matter of fact, I see some of that in almost any of the top ten that have, you know, that, that make it, any of the artists that make it through the top ten, they've, they've uh, demonstrated, first of all, their ability to hack it out through a crowd, to mm-hmm. be able to do, to be standout. For them to get through a stadium, <laughs> pass a whole stadium full of people. Right. And, you know, it's a big deal. For them to get through, you know, all of the, all of the, you know, the, the semi, you know, final type of stuff, you know, stadium, then down to 500, then down to, you know, the top 150, and then finally to make it out to, you know, to Vegas and hack it out there, and then, and then Hollywood week. And then to find, you know, to to make it into the top ten, you really have to have something special and unique. Right. And so that's what I've seen out of all of the top tens that 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 it's always they've always had something special and unique about them. Uh, mm-hmm. What happens during the course of the competition, you know, which is you know getting to the finish line. The first thing right. is that it's always by attrition, it's always got to, somebody's got to go, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so it can't be that the next week that we're going to keep some, you know, somebody's going to get voted off. And it's not always necessarily by the lack of what somebody's doing. It could be that the somebody else on that stage just put it on them that day, 
and and the fans decide to really get behind that person. So the fact that somebody gets voted off doesn't mean that they didn't do well, mm-hmm. you know, that day at all. That only means that maybe somebody else just did a little bit better or that their fans just happened to, you know, call in and, and vote a little bit more. Uh, so actually, I, I like that part of the process because it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't generate anything negative about. It doesn't say anything negative about, you know, the 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 aspiring artist. And I think, right. and that's what I tell each of them. I, you know, when it's time, when it's time for them to, you know, to to exit the show, I do have a word with him. And one of the words is encouragement. I say, listen, you have, you know, something very special, you know, and now you, you know, you have the opportunity to get started with. Uh, your career and your creativity, mm-hmm. you know, you know, and you've had great exposure. Now, now get to work. <laughs> amazing, amazing, especially when you have so many people that's really aspiring and trying to um, be heard, not just on the national level but worldwide. Because you know how it is with 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 talent, Ray. Like you know, a lot of people have it, um, you know, but it takes those very few and those very special few to be able to maximize that little something extra is like you said about the top 10 like not only do they have talent but they got something extra that'll be able to take them them to the top and and my question to you is i'm, I'm going to ask you as as an artist and also i'm going to ask you as a fan's perspective like the artists nowadays you know I always i'm pretty sure you've probably heard a lot of people talk about the elephant in the room which is the lack of creativity for um certain artists not just r&b but also hip-hop and and, and a few different genres so as far as creativity and the lack thereof, for one, do you feel like there there is a lack of creativity when it comes to music nowadays? Well, I think that what happens is that the the market uh, tends to be oversaturated with a lot of the same types of stuff. When mm-hmm. when when somebody comes up with a hit, immediately you got ten artists jumping to the table to replicate that. And and it's not necessarily that 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 the artists are, you know, a, a lack of imagination. But I think that you know the business keeps calling for that. You have all of the. If anybody has an A and R job, uh, the first of all, if you if you got an A and R job tomorrow, as soon as you get it, the clock is ticking. Tick 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 tick. You need a right. hit. You need a hit. You need a hit. And so the guys who have that job. You know, they, they can't be but so creative or imaginative. They need to come up with a hit. So mm-hmm. what's the fastest way to come up with a hit? Recognize one that's already out there and come up with something that sounds something like that. Right. And that's what people do. They kind of replicate, you know, something that's hot right now and get it out there. You know, if somebody's got something hot, then the next label's going to do something equally as hot with the same type of vibe, you know. Uh, if, if there's a hot rapper on the scene, everybody's gonna he's gonna be on twelve different records at the same time. Right. And and that's and I, and 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 I and I would say that that's you know in some people's view they like that, and, and in some people's a lot of people's view they don't like it. Uh, but I think that's what is going on. And and Ray, was it was it always like that though? Because when you when you talk about A and R's and their 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 need to make a hit, and I'm pretty sure when you go way back when, um, there there there's probably other people that was in in the same boat, so to speak, 
looking for that hit, needing that hit, and, and finding it with different artists? Like, do you feel like the development of, of an artist kind of went away because of the fact that, you you know, nowadays you need that hit versus how it used to be when you actually had time to develop an artist? Yeah. I, I think what what is uh, what has occurred is that the uh, again the the, the 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 part of the business that you know everything is so instant right now you know instant mm-hmm. soon before you get it out it's already all over the place no before doubt you even have a chance to release it formally everybody's heard it and by the time everybody's heard it then so uh, you know you know the, the competition is thick and they want to make sure that nobody's got the edge on them. And so I think in a different way, you know, you, you know, you can you can go back to, you know, when when people talk about how things used to be, some you know, some people, oh, it used to be better then. And, eh, well, it was different. It was, you know, just like when you talk about if you if you roll back, the, you know, 20 years ago in television. Well, television, you know, yeah. You know, the golden age of talk. Well, <laughs> yes and no. There was some good stuff, and there was some crappy stuff, too. And, and and then there wasn't enough of it. Now you got, you know, 500 channels, and, you know, there's a lot of good stuff. Same thing with, uh, with, with music now. There's a lot of more choices. You know, mm-hmm. if there's something that you like, there's a lot of it somewhere. Some, there's somebody doing it in, in the corner of the earth, and it's available. Somebody's doing, you know, there's a lot of great independent stuff, you know, for people who like, you know, you know, artists to be edgy and, and creative and different. It's mm-hmm. out there. It is out there. Now, right. it may not be, you know, on terrestrial radio. They may not be, you know, you know, filling, you know, the, the main lane, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, is that it's available and people know how to find it. Um, so I think that's what's good about you know where we're at right now. You know, there's 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 a lot available and a lot of you know, and there's a lot of different places and ways to get it. You know what? You you just made me think about something that that really kind of hold true because I'm listening to what you're saying and 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 our guest is Ray Chu on High Level Radio. Um, you you said something important because to me, I think you're right. I mean, there there is more channels to turn. There is more artists to listen to there is a lot more as far as what's presented now versus how it was 20 years ago versus how it was 40 years ago. Um, so the, the, the fan base and their public and the public and the public of it has grown so much where it, it makes sense by what you said, but also on a fan's perspective, you know how they've, they've been hollering, man, we need more music to be in the mainstream. Good music, real. You know, not saying that the music out there currently is not good, but they want more of a mainstream variety versus the same old, same old. Now, that I can understand, but also I understand your point, too. And my question to you is, as a fan of music and, and the people out there that's been hollering about wanting new music, do you feel like it's it's the responsibility of the fans to be able to support that artist, not just go buy their CDs and go to their events and stuff like that, but to be really proactive um, in, in a society that's, you know, it, they don't look you straight in the eye no more. They look down and they text message nowadays. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. You know, 
Should, yeah. should the fans have more responsibility? I, I agree that not only do the fans have more responsibility, people in general have, uh, you know, and this is my political statement, people in general have more responsibility for the state of the affairs, you know, in their community, uh, in their country, and on this earth. Okay, so there's a drug problem. Well, how, why, how is there a drug problem? Well, first of all, it's, it's demand and supply. There's mm -hmm. a demand for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and as long as there's a demand for it, there's going to be a supply. <laughs> well, well, there ain't no drug problem unless there's people, enough people demanding the drug. So, so the same, you know, I, I kind of correlate that with, you know, with the way, you know, the, the industry is, is kind of going in, in the entertainment. There's a demand for certain things. What now? What happens is that there's a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, uh, of people who are making a lot of, uh, you know, uh, uh, calls and demand for certain amount of stuff there. Then and then they that's what they're giving them. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'd say that there has to be uh, some kind of public. You know, and it's hard to organize, you know, and I guess, you know, if you get enough individuals to stand up and say, hey, listen, we want more, you know, we want people to take more artistic, you know, chances. We don't want the same thing all the time. Come on, give us something different. Right. Then they have to support the artists that do that. There are artists that do that. So if that's mm -hmm. the case, you got to find the artists that do that. For instance, I'll... Uh, I remember uh, now everybody, and I love Beyonce, all right, mm -hmm. and I love her stuff, uh, and I'm and she's at the top of the heap in many ways. Mm -hmm. But I remember, uh, I think uh, a few years back, and I'm not sure which album was, but I listened to her sister Solange's record, mm -hmm. which I really liked. I was like, man, that was I was you know I was the one on the, you know, and I was on this committee, and we were listening to stuff, and we pulled up. Solange, and that didn't get nearly the same amount of exposure, you know, not at all. But and Ray, the really thing about that, that real quick, and Solange was one where I remember listening to it, and it was so different than not just what her sister did, but what the what the mainstream or where whoever else that was listening to it, it was so different, and it was like one of them, one of those type of albums that was so left that I don't think people really got it or understood it, but. I, I feel you where you say, you, you remember know what, that, wow. right, right? Yeah, that the, was, the appreciation that was, was there. I loved that record. I was no like, doubt. man, no you doubt. know, I wish, you know, I wish, you know, this, you know, people would kind of get more into So I, I, I bought the whole thing and, you know, I played it in my car because I was like, that's, I don't care what nobody said. I like mm -hmm. that record, you know. <laughs> that's what I mean when it comes to creativity. And I, and I hope we can be able to see more of it and people not veered to a certain lane because that's that's the hot lane to be in. You know, yeah. to me, I always feel like if if you're yourself and you're honest with what you do with your God-given craft, there there is no denying the the your base of fans to be able to come. It it may start slow. It may start off by five, ten, fifteen, twenty, but it's going to swing up to a thousand, two thousand, five thousand beyond that because you stay true to the craft that you were you were blessed to do. Which brings me. To my question about rate you and the crew, your music, yeah. 
your music, when I first, you know, like I said, I, I, I did my homework on you a little bit, man. I was like, you know what, let me check this guy out and see what's going on with him. Not, you know, not just, you know, aside from knowing you on, on you know, doing what you do on American Idol and everything that you have with, with so many other other activities that you've been on, BT, Sunday Best, uh, the Singing Bee, Showtime at the Apollo, etc. but the music, my God, for one, like, okay, is, is this supposed to be a best-kept secret or something like that, man? Because I was listening to a few of them tracks, man. I was like, whoa, this is good. This is really good. Thank you, man. You know what? And and you're right. It wasn't supposed to be, you know, best-kept secret. I think that uh, I, I did that, you know, on the independent thing. I did it on my own label, and, mm-hmm. I, and, I, and I didn't, you know, I didn't uh, go actively and give it, like, a big, you know, push like a big label. Cause I, you know, and I, and I, I have to kind of uh, kick myself in the butt for that. Cause you know what happens is I get, uh, you know, as soon as I finished that record, I got active in doing, you know, my individual, my other projects and a TV show and the this and that. And if if you're signed to like a you know, major label, they'll have you out, you know, supporting that record and pushing that record and doing stuff all over the place. Right. Which, which I I didn't do. Uh, but I, I'm glad I'm glad you listened to that because I, I listened to it and I, I'm like yeah I like it I still like it. And man, I, Ray, I, like, I was I like listening to feeling it and yes I was feeling it, man. Come on, come on, that's that's, that's beautiful. That man, some of the stuff you put together, like I mean, you know, tell the listeners a little bit about just you know not just you doing music but just the crew and how y'all was able to get together and get some of that music out there and how long has it been since you guys actually did something new. Wow. It's been a while. It's been, you know, it's been, you know, that, that CD is, is, a, is, a, is a few years old, and I, and mm-hmm. I, and I think I'm, I'm uh, I, I didn't want to lock in a specific number of years, but it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's probably over four or five years old. Uh, uh, and I don't like to say old because, you know, when I listen to it, it still sounds good to me and, and, and musically fresh. No doubt, uh, and something is fresh if you haven't heard it before, or or if it doesn't sound like you know dated in terms of you know the beats and the and you know how, how you know what what it's saying musically. So the mm-hmm. stuff I did on that CD wasn't locked into any beat. It was it was a pure kind of R and B approach to my expression at that moment. And so I, I you know with that I don't think it'll you know it it could be like dated per se. Because uh, mm-hmm. when you, if you go back and listen to uh, Stevie Wonder, you know songs in the key of life. That's that can't be dated. That's just great Never. stuff. Never. You know exactly. I mean? it's great Amen stuff forever. That. You know what I mean? If you listen to, you know, you know a lot of artists like that. And so, yeah, you know, that's kind of where my heart was at when I did that. Me and the fellas, you know, we we you know, we got together and. And that was a you know I you know, I did my my own label at that moment, and and uh, everybody came to the table with some songs, and it was really a really organic process. I enjoyed that, and I and I w- I would be happy to do that again, uh, it, you know if only you know that uh, I would be able to focus solely on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the reason why I haven't done another CD, uh, because I I haven't been focused on that, you know, to, to express myself and to follow through all the way with that. I have been focused on 
uh, you know, some other things, which I'll be happy to talk about in a minute. Uh, but yeah, you know, I I I love you know you know creating and writing songs and getting in the studio with the fellas and and kicking it around. You know, the process is you know we'll get in there and 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 you know we'll we'll, we'll record something and then the next day we'll say ah yeah, we don't like that or we like it <laughs> and let's finish building on it and then right. somebody will have something else to say and then we'll tell them to shut up and. He'll come back and say, "No, I'm gonna shut up." <laughs> I mean, you, you got, you got, you got to be able to, during the process, you got to be able to. If you have, especially a creative process, if you believe in an idea, then you better stand up for it, and you better be the one supporting it. You know, mm -hmm. because you know, you you have to be the one championing that idea. Plus, you have to convince everybody else that this is a good idea, and that's yeah. what you have to be able to do, uh, and that's what you have to be able to do with an idea in any in any scenario if it, if you have a creative idea and you know in a, in any arena you have to be the one to you know to be the strongest voice and the strongest advocate for it you know mm -hmm. it's great to have other people stand up and you know agents and managers and all that but you have to be the, the main voice no doubt no doubt and people that want to check out Mr. Chew's music, all you got to do is go to www.raychew.com. You can also follow him on Twitter, at RayChewLive, like I did today, just like it spells, people, R-A-Y-C-H-E-W-L-I-V-E. And it's funny that you mentioned Stevie Wonders and, um, you know, that, that album, man. I'm telling you, if, if, if you ever had some dialogue with Stevie, and actually I was blessed enough to, you know, talk to his daughter, interview his daughter on occasion, um, before, like a little while ago, but just let let that man know that not just this station, but but everything that is everything, Stevie Wonder, man, he that a hey, song in the key of life, man, is one of the all time greats, and it has no, like you said before, has no timeline, has no, it's just it's just a good song. You put everything in from top to bottom, hands down, one of the best albums ever. Oh, no question, no question. And then even I had, let me tell you, I'm going to share with everybody my one of my great. Stevie moments. So I have worked, you know, on many shows with Stevie, and we've interacted, and he's entrusted me with his music. A lot of award shows, a lot of this, a couple of live things. I've hung out with him. So this one occasion, I, I was in uh, Los Angeles, and they had this uh, uh, music uh, convention uh, with the equipment. Uh, it'll come to me. The NAM convention. Mm -hmm. And so... I called him up, and now sometimes with Stevie, uh, even you know, uh, even you know, people I guess you know who get real close to him, you know, they may have a, you know, an immediate, and then then you have the next, you know, wrong of people that know him and no doubt. He's, and he's friendly with, and he's cool. So hey, I called him up, and and he called me back right away, which was which sometimes is surprising because sometimes I'll call him and I'll be able to get him on the phone pretty quickly and then sometimes it may take two weeks and so i'm like you know so anyway i just do the call out there say you know steven want to hang out with you blah 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 and he called me back and he and, he, and so a couple of hours later he picked me up and uh i hung out the whole day with him and we went to this convention and uh so when we get there this is a, the NAMP convention for those who don't know is is the uh music equipment convention for all of the you know, musicians. So every all the, the the equipment that we use, all the keyboards and basses and amps and all that stuff, and new synthesizers and software. 
they're all on display and they're all there being demonstrated. Uh, you know, all the new, the latest versions with all of the, you know, the new features and all that. So all of the, all the vendors and brands are, are there. Uh, and this is in Anaheim. And so I went, uh, and so when I went there with him, uh, of course, you know, he's, it, he's already a huge star anyway, but in this setting, it's like, oh, my God, you know. <laughs> so when we get there to see parts and everybody's like, you know, oh, Stephen Wonder, so I'm hanging out with him. And uh, so everywhere we go, you know, they're, you know, they're, oh, you know, Stevie, Stevie, you know, play our keyboard. And he's like, yeah, come on, Ray. You know, so me and him were jamming and playing all stuff. When we got to uh, the Yamaha had a, they, you know, some people have a booth and some people have a whole hall or something. Yamaha had a whole hall. And mm -hmm. when we got there, they, 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 they closed it out. They pulled everybody out. There was just me and him in there. And in this big place with all these, you know, keyboards and new stuff. And so he, we just started jamming on these two uh, pianos. And he's asking me, you know, you know what, what some of my favorite uh, songs were. You know, and so or you asked me, you know, like he's asking me what, you know, what, what, you know, what, what he should play. And I'm like, so I'm naming all these songs. I'm like, I can't believe this. Like, I'm getting like a personal, like, <laughs> Stevie concert. You know, he's, and he's, you know, by request. Wow. And so, and then, and then I can jam along with him. It's like, this is like one of my life's highlights. I mean, to, to have a like one-on-one -on -one with him. Nobody else, nobody interfere. And usually, every other time I've I've interacted with him, there's always lots of stuff around. There's always mm -hmm. that we're doing a show. There's, and when you're doing a show, there's always production, people, schedule, everything's always, you know. So, you, you know, I'll go in this dressing room, we'll hang out and talk for a minute, but we got something to do, you know. This exactly. was really relaxed. We are hanging out. And he's like, all right, so Ray, uh... You know what song? And I'm like naming songs, you know, you know, from Indivisions and all this stuff. And he's sitting there playing and singing to me. I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, where is a camera? Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Where's that call that moment when you need it? record huh? that in my memory bank. <laughs> you know, it's just one of my, and then, you know, and then we, you know, they invited me to hang out with his family. I did. You know, I met all, you know, all his other there's young kids. He's got some young kids, and uh, and and of course Aisha and some of the other people, and mm -hmm. and uh, so it, that was a great moment for me. Wow, wow. See, you know, like you said, I mean, even though you didn't have a Kodak moment for it, I mean, the the, the memory banks, all those good memories that's attached to, you know, and just having good dealings with good people. Man, I'm telling you, man, that 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 will will reign, always reign supreme, and. Um, before I let you go, man, some of the some of the stuff that you have currently, what's what's on your what's on your horizon right now? As far as not just you doing Idol and all these fifty million other things, what's some standout things that you're looking forward to um, to finish off the rest of the year and going into 2013? I'm gonna be uh, Dave. Uh, I've been appointed uh, in uh, New York City as the executive producer, and musical director for the Harlem Jazz and Music Festival. Congrats. The uh, Harlem Jazz and Music Festival wow. runs uh, Harlem Week and Harlem Day, and and we just finished doing something at uh, Grant's Tomb, uh, and you know that that day was uh, uh, in honor of uh, the great late Hal Jackson, 
And then Sunday morning classics, we did a you know concert out there, had a lot of fun, lots of people, everybody was great. Uh, that was uh, that was uh, July 29th. that just passed the, the the past weekend. Coming up is uh, uh, August 18th and August 19th on uh, 135th Street in St. Nicholas. Uh, we're going to do a tribute to Don Cornelius and Soul Train. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to set the a world record for the biggest Soul Train line. You know, we got to <laughs> get everybody to come out. And jump on that, you know. So we're organizing that. But more, more so, I'd like to talk about what the Harlem and Jazz, Harlem Jazz and Music Festival means. That's a tradition started by Nancy Wilson, Harry Belafonte, Max mm. Roach, Tito Puente, and Chuck Jackson. Wow. This was founded. This was founded decades ago, uh, and. You know, so it's not only Harlem Week, but they, you know, I'm going to be creating events year-round. We also have four stages along the route of the uh, uh, New York City Marathon when that occurs. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody knows that the marathon uh, in the, I think, the 22nd mile, which they call the Wall, that enters 135th Street and runs all the way through Harlem. Uh, during its run through Harlem, we'll set up you know several stages and entertain probably over forty thousand people, you know during the course of that. Uh, I'm going to be you know executive director, I mean executive producer, and, and curating a lot of wonderful events uh, in association with the Harlem Jazz and Music Festival. Mm. Uh, that's one of the things I like to talk about. I want everybody to, and when they hear about it, come on out support it. Another thing uh, that I'd like to talk about is uh, that when you mentioned uh, that there are a lot of corners in, of, of the country that don't seem to be able to get a lot of uh, exposure to, you know, national people mm-hmm. and, 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 and other types of things, you know, because maybe the towns or the counties, are, you know, not main cities and stuff like that. I'm right. going to be starting uh, to, uh, and I got and I got to get the schedule together. But I want I want to let everybody know what I'm going to do. I'm going to start a seminar series, and I call Rachu Life and Music. Uh, so I'm going to do a series of seminars, and I'll start in the major markets. But I want to go to uh, the secondary markets. I won't call them secondary markets. Because they're not secondary markets to the people who live there, but I'll but I'll uh, go to places that are off the beaten path, and I want to bring my message of inspiration and uh, experience, you know, to those interested in learning about thriving and you know and living in the music business. I will discuss my many years of uh, years of experience in industry and highlight specific lessons. Uh, that have proven to be valuable themes that are, you know, applicable to living a successful life. A lot of the skills that I have undertaken and, and uh, uh, applied are transferable skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, I'll, I'll be starting a series of seminars. It, it will, we'll make sure that the announcements are all over the place. And uh, those are some of the things I'm doing, man. And, and people can make sure that they go to www.rachu.com for 
definitely not just more information and up-to-date information as well, but also but all the stuff you got going on because I want to be part of that seminar, man. Like if if you giving away seminar game, I, I want some information and some knowledge from you firsthand because you know, like I said, you you know how you talk so passionately about just certain memories with with with, with Stevie and stuff like that. Like you know, because of your 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 talents, not you know your God given talents and your and your um, appreciation to not just come onto the show. I mean, you you didn't added another nice memory upon memories that I have right here tonight, and I and I can't thank you enough for um, you know, hanging out with me. I mean, this, this was supposed to be what, like a twenty minute interview, and here we go talking like we old friends. You know what I mean? I love it. Good, I love man. it. <laughs> I love it. Cool, man. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Anytime, man. I love to come back, and uh, and then you'll know. You definitely have to, you know, when when, the, when I'll, I'll make sure you know about the seminar. Because uh, I have, one of the things that I, I do like to do is I like to, uh, you know, I'd like to share what I've learned. And so that's part of the, you know, the, you know, there's a teacher in me uh, that likes to come out. Uh, you know, and I have been asked, hey, do you teach? Well, not, not per se. Mm-hmm. Not, not, you know, I don't, you know, but there's a teacher in me because I like to share that. You know, whatever you know, the knowledge. I like to. If each one teach one, I like to do that. One hand touch another, and touch right. another. Uh, I like the first hand. I want, I want, like people to, you know, to ask me questions because I do have answers, and I've not. The, the answers don't always come necessarily from my own mouth. You know, I've had Quincy Jones telling me stuff over the years. Mm-hmm. I've had Stevie and people like that. You know, great quotes. You know, and and direct application for stuff. So I like to share that with people. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, when when you hear about it, come on out. Amen. And as I as I as I you know my station here approaches five years of online radio and interviews and things like that. Um, you better believe it. As far as the wealth of knowledge that I can get from anybody that uh, you know, and especially someone of your stature and your wealth of knowledge as well, just to be able to um, just just be able to get it, it's, it's appreciative enough. And just you to be able to come on, like I said, I can't, I cannot thank you enough, man, because it, it, it means a lot, not just to the listeners getting good game from you, but also for me as a, as a media guy myself and as a fan of music and, and, and everything that is music. It, it's, it's a blessing. It really is. Well, thank you very much, man. Cool. Definitely appreciate it. Do not be a stranger to the show. Come hang out anytime. And you know, you know, as you as we go, you know we gotta get ready to play one of your Ray Chew and the crew Which one tracks right play, now. Man. Feel it, baby. You know we gotta do that. Okay. We have to. We have yeah. to. Next legacy.